Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Wednesday. Yesterday, we saw Jesus send out his disciples with power and authority and them coming back, praising him. And today, we're going to see two stories, two examples of how we can live out this authority, of how, as we're living out our God-given call, how are we meant to treat others and how are we meant to treat our relationship with God? So let's dive right in today. We are in Luke chapter 10, verse 25, and I am reading from the ESV. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he, Jesus, said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, the lawyer, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever you spend I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he, the lawyer, said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. Now today to us, this story of the Good Samaritan may be so familiar that we recognize that the last man, of course, showed him mercy. But at the time, this story was full of depth and an incredible hard-hitting truth because the first two men were a priest and a Levite, those who were called to serve God at the temple those who should be living their lives for him and acting out his love. And yet we see those two ride right on by. And that alone should have hit home at the time especially. 
but then going on to say that the person who was his neighbor, who showed mercy and love and compassion, was a Samaritan. Now at the time, Jews looked down on Samaritans. They wanted nothing to do with them. And knowing how the Jews felt about him, this Samaritan still stopped and helped this man and even paid for his recovery, paid for his stay at the inn. That is compassion. Loving even your enemy, as it were. Loving even though you expect nothing in return. Loving even though someone is different from you and serving them. And isn't that what God calls us to do as he sends us out to love and to serve even those who are different from us, even those who are outside of our regular circle, even those who may have been rude to us or who may look down upon us. We are called to love and to serve and to be his hands and his feet continuing on. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat by the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which is not to be taken away from her. This story always hits home to me, especially in today's culture when busyness, when doing is so popular, so ingrained into our minds and into society that we look and we see Martha who's actively busy serving, doing things, and we say, oh yeah, she's in the right. And we support her because how often have we done that? How often are we so busy doing that we forget to connect with our God? the one who sustains us and gives us life? How often are our schedules so full that we can hardly find time for God's word? This hits home. And then he says to Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. That hits my heart hard. I do, I get anxious and I worry about the things, the to-do list in my life. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, listening to and connecting with Jesus, which will not be taken away from her. Even as we seek to go out and love and serve other people, we cannot neglect the most important thing, which is connecting to and listening to our God reading his beautiful word because no matter what else is going on in our lives that is the most important thing that is our foundation that is what sustains us God himself and so may we continue to live our lives in a way that yes we are serving and loving others but we are also making time to connect with our loving Heavenly Father
I will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information, visit hesedheart.com.